This is Anna Callahan, and you are listening to Incorruptible Massachusetts. Our goal is to help people understand state politics, to investigate why it's so broken, to imagine what we could have here in Massachusetts if we fixed it, and to report on how you could get involved. This series will mostly be interviews with people deeply involved in state politics. We've got seven of the most progressive state reps, as well as three organizations dedicated to fixing politics at the state level, as well as some of the progressive unions and grassroots groups that work to affect specific policy changes here in Massachusetts. Today I'll give an overview, and I'll talk about why we're even doing this podcast in the first place. I'll cover questions like, why state politics? Does it even matter compared to local or national politics? How is our state doing? The director of Mass Alliance can give you a hint. I view that our elected officials have failed the people of Massachusetts. Wow. Apparently our state is terrible. Who knew? And what is really wrong with our state government? And how can we change it? As I've learned more and more about state politics here in Massachusetts, I've come to learn that things are very, very broken. Just how broken is it? Let's hear what two progressive groups very involved in state-level politics have to say about it. These folks are from Mass Alliance and Act on Mass. Our current legislature, and prob- for as long as I can see back, past, you know, 20 years or so, has done nothing. It has solved nothing. It has fixed nothing. Um, I like to say it tells us how good the tune is as the Titanic is going down. We have, I believe, 19 other states who've already passed Election Day registration. Why are we following them? Another piece of it, too, is that the speaker does have an inordinate amount of power, and that's shown by the fact that the last three speakers have got in trouble with the law in some form or another. They either are felonies, they've gone to prison, um, they've had corruption cases. You'll hear all those quotes in context in the following episodes. Here's how one of the state reps describes the problem, and remember that he's talking specifically about the Massachusetts State House. In the House, we have a, a particularly big challenge, I think, because over the last 30, 40 years, um, what we've experienced out in society as a whole in terms of concentration of power has been paralleled by a process of concentration of power within that institution. Mm. Um, and that's a very dangerous kind of unholy um, potential alliance between uh, concentration of economic power and concentration of political power. If you're like me, this comes as a shock. I thought Massachusetts was progressive. So I've gone on a bit of a journey to uncover exactly what is going on in the State House and what we can do about it. So first, a little bit about me and how I got here. I was a software developer until 2016 when I quit my job to volunteer full-time for the Bernie campaign. After that, I just couldn't go back. Both my husband and I realized that it was all hands on deck, on climate change, on Medicare for all, on a whole host of issues. So I got involved in Our Revolution and DSA, and I also started an organization called The Incorruptibles to help people win local elections. One day, someone I knew at DSA said that we needed another body to sit in on the Mass Alliance board meetings. Mass Alliance is a coalition of lefty groups working to make the state more progressive. Their board meetings are during the workday, and I was one of the few people who could attend at that time, so I started going. That was almost a year ago. Now, until then, I had been very focused on local elections as a place where grassroots folks can really make a difference. And I live in Somerville, where we now have a very progressive city council, in large part due to the great grassroots work done by Our Revolution Somerville in the 2017 election cycle. But seeing the struggles that we have had at the local level, while also watching all the work that Mass Alliance does at the state level, has really opened my eyes. 
Now you may not know this, but here in Massachusetts, because of state laws, cities and towns have relatively little control. They can't pass any new taxes, so they can't raise new revenue. They also can't pass any law that deals with what's called civil relationships. Now, this covers almost anything that you might want to do that would protect tenants, protect workers, reduce inequality. The only way to get any of these things passed is by doing what's called a home rule petition, where you ask the state if they'll approve the law that you'd like to pass. And of course, usually the state doesn't approve it. Now, all this makes local politics kind of impotent. And then I started talking to the people who really know a lot about state politics, and here is what was so surprising to me. Our state ranks worst in transparency. Votes are not recorded, debates are not recorded, public hearings are not recorded, and legislators in the state house now meet less than once a week. So everything that happens at the state level happens in secret behind closed doors where there is no way to know if your legislator is in fact doing what they tell you they're doing. There are many good bills that have more than half the state house reps co-sponsoring the bill, but it dies in committee. So some of those reps who've co-sponsored are secretly killing the bill, and we have no way of knowing which ones because nothing is recorded. So those things that you think a legislator is supposed to do, things like uh, debating bills and, I don't know, voting on bills, our legislators are not doing this. Imagine instead that it's like a junior high school with one bully and his clique of friends deciding who is popular and who is not. And all the kids play along, hoping not to get picked on, and no one stands up to the speaker. It's not just that big policies die in this. It's that the dreams of legislators to do things of import in the building die because they know that they're against an insurmountable process for which the only person who can change it is one person, the speaker. And so you, what you think you can do, what you dream of as an elected official, there is nothing, right? There's, we're literally sending people for no purpose to the state house. <laughs> you know, there's only one person that matters is the speaker. And that's a crazy dictatorial system. Ouch. All this looks even worse when you consider what we could have with a great state house and state legislature. Because guess what? Almost anything that we want to pass at the national level, Medicare for all, a $15 minimum wage, free college tuition, Green New Deal with a jobs program, we could have these things for almost 7 million people by passing them here in Massachusetts. And the barrier to entry is actually quite low. We have the lowest rate of challenging incumbents of any state legislature. And since most districts are reliably Democratic and a few are reliably Republican, all you have to do is win the primary. That's usually less than 3,000 votes to win. 3,000 votes? That's something you can do with a good grassroots door-knocking campaign. So I am a reluctant convert. While I still want everyone to run for school board or city council, we desperately need people to run for office at the state level, especially in the state house, where we have a secretive cabal of insiders who really control our lives. As the director of Mass Alliance says, The electorate in Massachusetts is hungry to be a leader. Massachusetts will support policies that the rest of the country will be passing in 20 years. And we're asking our elected officials to catch up to the rest of the state. I'll add a word about the name of this podcast. 
To me, corruption is when people with money get to have too much influence in politics. And here in Massachusetts, from what I've learned, we have a big, big problem with that. So I'm for an incorruptible Massachusetts, setting up our state systems, the rules, the financial incentives, and the culture of the state legislature so that it's more democratic and less corrupted by money. I'm hoping that this podcast will inspire some of you listeners to run for office at the state level. Thanks for joining me as we uncover these issues and what we can do about them. Next episode, we'll be interviewing Jordan Berg Powers, the director of Mass Alliance. Hey!